0: guys welcome to the sixth episode of caranel lifestyle podcast i just wanted to give a big shout out to our sponsor pops resale literally go check that place out they have amazing vintage stuff i'm really excited about this week's episode i'm gonna have a guest on her name is Aaliyah mcdaniel and she is awesome she's a senior here at uk Hi guys, welcome to our sixth episode of Carinelle Lifestyle Podcast. I'm with my guest, Aaliyah McDaniel.
1: My name is Aaliyah McDaniel. I'm a senior here at UK, majoring in sports communication and writing rhetoric and digital studies with a minor in coaching. I'm from Atlanta and I'm the president of Collegiate Girls.
0: (laughs) Can you talk a little bit about like what Collegiate Girls (laughs) is, why it was started and when it was started?
1: Yes. So actually this is the... October makes our fifth year anniversary of um, like our existence, and we've been on UK's campus for three years. Um, but basically, our mission is to uplift, empower, and support multicultural students as they embrace their natural beauty through healthy hair and skin practices. So we just want to be a voice for like multicultural students and all students, really, and you know, make sure that we have a space when it comes to hair.
0: And how important is like a space like this to have on campus?
1: It's especially at a PWI, it's so important just in general because when you're coming to college, like, you know, there's so much that you have to think about and, like, get adjusted to that you can forget about your hair and forget about, you know, like, what I'm going to do to my hair and it kind of can get lost. But that's a big part of who you are and that's a big part of, like, you know, your self-image and your self-confidence. And so it's really important that we have, like, groups to continue to be supportive and make space for you to, like, ask questions or think about, you know, different things regarding your hair.
0: So, like, growing up, could you talk about, like, your natural hair journey and, like, if you struggled or not, like, what you did, how it felt?
1: So I, like, I never had a perm. And, like, my mom, she used to always say, like, I pray for you to have good hair, <laughs> whatever that means. Um, But so, like, my mom did my hair for majority of my life. And, like, I didn't start getting my hair straightened until – about like fifth or sixth grade and like one of my friends mom used to do it um, but she moved away and so then we're kind of like okay what now and so we found a stylist that I was going to for a while but I felt like my hair was like I don't know like I was leaving my hair was kind of smelling burnt like it just wasn't growing anymore and so I ended up finding another stylist um, to straighten my hair and she really like took a more natural approach and so She kind of helped my hair get back on track, start growing again, getting trims like I'm supposed to. Um, But, like, I've always loved my natural hair. There were definitely times, like, I was like, I wish I had a perm because, you know, when it rains, now I have to cover my hair. I can't do this. I can't do that. When I go swimming, now I have to, like, you know, deal with my hair. But, like, I'm super glad, like, and I'm very proud of my hair. And, like, there was a time that my hair was still very damaged. And it still kind of is, but, like, just loving myself through that, and then even now, like looking back, I'm like, ooh, I'm glad my hair not, is not like that anymore. But during that time, you know, I still loved my hair and I still wore it natural. So I don't know. I, I didn't really have like a big like problem with my hair growing up. Um, I think more so like now, kind of in college, I'm I want to cut my hair off so bad. Um, I did. I cut two inches off last October. That was the first time. I had bangs in, like, seventh grade, but besides that, that was my first time, like, cutting my hair. And, like, even now, I'm like, ooh, my hair is long. I'm about to cut this back off. So, but I've pretty much had a great, like, experience with my natural hair.
0: That's awesome, and I totally feel that. I literally will threaten my roommate that I'm going to literally shave (laughs) my head, like, every single week, and she's done with it.
1: I have decided I'm going to cut it after graduation.
0: I support it. I support (laughs) it. So, like, over the past 50 years, like, the hair, especially of, like, black women has been seen as, like, a political statement or, like, as a form of rebellion. Why do you think that is? And do you think that, like, is still, like, a thing today?
1: Well, I think, I definitely think that that was the case. And I think it's because, like, people in society want to put black women in a box, fit in these three categories, and that's it and that's all. Our hair is a way that we express ourselves and something that you really can't take from us because it's literally what grows out of our like out of our our heads. Like we can't help it. That's how it is. And that's something that society cannot control. And so I think that's why it's been such a political thing. Even like with the Crown Act, you cannot dictate what grows out of my head. Like I can't change that. You have to take it up with God or whatever power you believe in. And even just like with like popular culture like and and cultural appropriation like it's bad or it's it's a problem when black women are doing it but when our favorite celebrities are doing it then it's
0: oh my gosh it's so cute and it's so
1: like just everything so
0: i'm so glad you brought up the crown act because i was literally gonna ask you about that for my next question so like for people who don't know what it is could you maybe explain it a little bit
1: so basically the crown act um is fighting discrimination towards hair in schools, in offices, in any public like workspace or anything like that. So there have been many different like instances where you know a school will send a child home because their hair is in locks or their hair is seen as um, um, distracting, and that's not fair because no, it's not. there can be someone in class with pink spikes. And everything's fine and they're super cool. But now I have locks or now I have my fro and I'm distracting. And so the Crown Act is really just pushing and fighting um, to, to make a law to say that you cannot discriminate about hair.
0: Yeah, I found it interesting. Like my old high school was predominantly white. And I had a friend named Steven, and he grew out his afro. But, like, he grew it out in, like, a cylinder. Mm. So it looked so <laughs> cool. But it got to the point where it was, like, huge. yeah, Like, it was so big. And, like, our school forced him to cut it. In the black community, who embraces natural hair more? Do you think black men do or do you think black women do? Here's the
1: thing. <laughs> in general, I think black women because I feel like we are always the backbone of things. Like, we're always the one fighting for everything, even if it's not us. So, in general, we are definitely more, like, fighting for our hair and embracing our natural hair, and also because it comes out of our head. Um, I will say that my friends, my male friends, they are amazing in the fact that they're going to hype you up. They're going to – sometimes, like, when I don't even like my hair, they're like, you look good, like, duh. So, like, luckily I have friends like that, but in general, I definitely think, you know, women are – black women – Embrace it more, but there is like that doesn't go to say that you know there's still definitely that like I won't say cattiness, but that thing where it's like oh why she walk out like that, like oh her hair looks like that within our own community, um which is something that you know we have to address within ourselves. In general, I think we're definitely more supportive.
0: Where do you think like the natural hair movement is going, or if it's like still even like a big thing today?
1: I definitely think it's it's still a, a big thing, especially with the crown neck. Like that's that's pushing it forward even more. But I think especially with our generation, we're very, like, expressive. Um, I kind of think about, like, the 70s, like, comparing them to our generation. We're very expressive, very, like, we're going to do what we want, and you're going to have to live with it. And so I'm I'm hopeful that the natural hair movement goes with that and so that, you know, younger girls coming up can still see, like, you know, your hair is beautiful and however you want to wear it. If you want to wear cornrows or if you want to wear a fro or if you want to get a wig – Whatever you decide to do is amazing and that you should do it. So I'm hopeful that our generation will keep kind of, like, pushing that forward.
0: What are, like, three, like, natural hair tools or, like, products you recommend?
1: Okay. Um, <laughs> my first one, uh, it's by Miel. It's um, a Babasu and Mint deep conditioner. Ooh. yeah. Like you know how when you put on Carmax and your lips are like, yes. it's like that but on your scalp. It's so I need that. It's so good and like it's it's amazing. It's so good for me. I like Shining Jam. Like if I'm doing slick backs because, like it's not super super like heavy, but it also like, it gets the job done. So this is like a kind of a controversial one. There's <laughs> this Nairobi like hair foam that you're supposed to use for like um. Like, if you do, like, a roller set and sit Mm -hmm. under the dryer. But I use that for, like, uh, second-day curls or, like, wash and goes, That foam, it kind of, like, revitalizes my curls. It's very weird.
0: Is it blue? Yes. Yeah, I used to use that on my curls, too. Yeah.
1: And so, like, because I feel like my house is, like, the beauty spot store. Because my dad's a barber. So, like, when I tell you I have, like, so many products, I'm like, what even is this? And when I run out of stuff, I'm like, okay, we're just going to find something else. And that's how I found the Nairobi. But it revitalizes my curls, like, instantly.
0: Can you speak about your dad being a barber? Because I didn't know that. And that yes. kind of connects, like, perfectly with what we're talking yes.
1: about. Well, he was a phlebotomist. And then he also worked at GM. And then when GM had, like, their big thing or like, they laid off a lot of workers, he was like, well, I feel like now it's the time for me to really, like, you know, get back into barbering. He's been doing that for as long as I can remember, really. And I spent a lot of time growing up at the barbershop. Like, it's actually very sick how much time I spent at the barbershop. Like, even now, like, when I go home, like if I don't want to stay in the house, I'm like, well, I just come to the shop with you today. You know, there's Wi-Fi and there's food, so I'm gonna come. And it's definitely just a very interesting environment, um, very different from the hair salon. But like I said, I'm a sports um, communication major, so there's probably always a game on. So I'm, i I love going to the shop. <laughs> a lot of my friends, like in high school, once they find find out, they're like, oh, okay, well, I'm gonna go to your dad, and like, he'll still call me to this day and be like, look who I got in my chair. He'll Facetime me, That's and it's so one of my cute. friends from high school, and I'm like, oh dear. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> and even like uh, freshman year when I did the um, Mr. and Miss Black UK pageant he came up and he cut um, some of the male participants he cut their hair and all of that but like now like I said I'm cutting my hair off I'm not going to tell him until like after I do it um, and I'm just going to come to the shop I'm going to tell him and be like yeah um, I have a friend he wants to get his hair cut and I'm just going to show up and be like ta-da my hair is cut can you line me up? So, yeah. Do you think he'd actually do it? He doesn't have a choice. <laughs> he doesn't have a choice. He's not going to let me sit in nobody else's chair. So, yeah, I definitely think I always when I was growing up, I used to be like, oh, I wish I was a boy. So I could just I, I wouldn't have to leave my house to get a haircut. Yeah. I could just go upstairs.
0: <laughs> could you like briefly explain the like, different hair types from like 1A to 4C?
1: Basically, as you go down the list, it gets curlier. It gets frizzier. um, It gets denser. And then so, like, around that 2B, 3C area, that's when you start having, like, curls, you know, experience some frizziness. And then when you move to, like, 3C, 4A, 4B, you know, you have those tighter, coily curls. And then 4C is the really tight, coily, coily curls.
0: And, like, what does, like, collegiate curls do on campus? Do you, like give knowledge about that type of stuff like what type of events do you guys put on
1: so yeah we do a lot of different events so like our very first event this year um after k week was like a hair one-on-one where we talked about the different hair types and you know how to kind of personally take care of your own hair types and like we made it like in a a discussion had a couple of panelists so people could like you know have asked questions that they may want to ask um, we do up our next event next Monday, actually. Um, we're doing a show and tell. So everybody can come, bring their favorite products, their favorite tools, and we literally sit in a circle and talk about the products. And, like, I learned my freshman year, I learned so much, like so many new products to try just from that show and tell. Um, we'll be having later this month our Mail center event, um, coordinated by our male representative, which I'm not sure what it's going to be yet, but all the males, you know, you got hair? Even if you're bald, even if you're bald, because last year we did an event, um, partner with UGP about balding and baldness, and that was a really good event, um, but so we kind of do everything, like, in regards to natural hair and healthy skin.
0: That's really, really cool. Um, have you ever had, like, especially on this campus, like, a non-black person ask to touch your hair? And if so, does this, oc- like, occur frequently, and, like, what do you say, what do you do?
1: So, I had never, I went to a very black high school. So, like, it was, I equated to HBCU, seriously. So, I had never really had that experience. And, like, just in general, if, like, somebody was to touch my hair, it was, like, another black person, like, fixing it or, like, mm-hmm. something like that. Yes, freshman year, um, another org that I'm in, we were getting ready for, like, our week of events. And so, it was me, because I was the treasurer, it was my president, and then it was our advisor, We went to Joanne Fabrics Mm -hmm. um, to get some stuff, and we were checking out, and there was this older white lady, and she was like, oh, your hair is so beautiful. She was talking to my advisor. Uh, At that time, she has locks now, but Mm -hmm. at the time she had, like, a curly, like, fro. Okay. After she was done checking us out, like, she reached across, and she, like, it was one little, like, curl. She, like, pulled it, and she was like, oh, this one's just so springy. And, like, literally, like, this was my first experience, like, of something like that happening I froze like I when I say I froze and mm-hmm. I looked at um my president and I looked at her and she looked at me and like we didn't know what to do yeah. and like my advisor she just like got the bag she's like thanks and like we walked silently oh to the car gosh. and then when we got in the car we all were like oh my gosh like that did
0: not just happen
1: literally yeah. like that was my like first real experience with something like that and I was just so like taken back
0: I hate when I change my hair and then someone has to, like, point it out to me, like... Oh, you changed your hair. Like, no. I didn't know that. Like, I just woke up and it was, like, completely different. Like, thank you for pointing that out to me and everybody in the room. Like, Literally. was that necessary? My um,
1: my very close friend, she's in the um, nursing program here. And one of her, like, nursing instructors, or, like, her nurse that she was in clinical with was like, um, Oh, is that yours? And she asked her, Oh, is that yours? No, she said, I like your hair, is that yours? And then she asked back, I like yours too, is that yours?
0: Oh my god. But she got in trouble for that. She got in trouble for asking back. Yes. That is so dumb. Like that
1: So that's what I say. Like that's what I mean when I say it. it's definitely still a yeah. thing like regarding black women, and their hair.
0: I feel like it's a lot more like just backhanded compliments yeah. now than yeah. like. Yeah, it's like else. very
1: like like they have a this very like negative undertone mm. with the like
0: Yeah like condescending yeah i'm like girly leave me alone just like go about your business (laughs) please. do you think that like being knowledgeable like about black hair and like the importance of like its history like do you think that's important especially for like non-black people to learn
1: i think so because like you can't go all your life like not knowing And, granted, I don't expect you to come out the womb knowing, and especially, like, with having, like, your parents as a different generation. Like, I don't expect that to be a conversation that happens in the house. Mm -hmm. But once you go out into the world, especially, like, coming to college and stuff, like, it's your duty to learn about cultures and and things that aren't like you. Because just because you might fit in the majority, that doesn't mean that, like, you can just be ignorant to the rest of the world. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be no, like, super, like, I had to learn about this stuff, but just like the basics of it, and not maybe not even hair types, but just like basics, like okay, Mm -hmm. this hair may be more straight and frizzy, while this hair is still really long, but it has more tight curls. Okay, Mm -hmm. I understand that. Okay, these are protective styles; they wear this so that you know whatever, like just simple stuff.
0: Have you seen? um, There's this mom. I think there's actually like a couple like white moms on like TikTok who like do tutorials of like their like biracial daughter's hair. How how do you feel about that because a part of me is like I think it's amazing that you're learning how to do your daughter's hair and embracing her like natural beauty but also at the same time sometimes it comes across a little like why are you like showing off yes. your child and doing your hair It's very in front like of us.
1: I know that there's a lot of um like families that are biracial who have like more white mom and they're like I don't know what to do with my daughter's mm-hmm. hair. And so I get that and I understand that and I'm glad that that is there however it does also come to a point where you're like you're you're objectifying i yeah. feel like it's like oh look at my like trophy child my yeah. perfect little biracial child and i, I am a white person and mm-hmm. i know how to do their hair like it's almost like you want praise for doing something that you exactly. should, should be doing
0: yeah like you're a parent like you shouldn't get like praise for doing your job and
1: you knew what you were getting into and you knew that okay if i have a child i'm gonna still so, like that's what you're supposed to be yeah. doing. You shouldn't be, you know, like, oh, look at here. Mm-hmm. So, it's it's definitely a double a double edged sword.
0: I remember like my senior year of high school. One of the girls in my grade, she was dating an African American boy from like a public school. We went to a charter school, and I remember I had known her literally like forever. And she came up to me and she was like, Carrington, like if I have like kids with this guy, like I'm not gonna know how to do his hair. She was like, you're gonna have to teach me. And I was like, okay. I was like. We probably, in my head, I was like, we probably will not talk after high school. But But okay. Yeah, I was like, or look up a tutorial.
1: Or, or you can ask his mother.
0: No, literally. I was like, why would you not ask his mom? Like, she would know what to do and she would probably help you. But no, she just had to talk to me about it. I don't
1: think they even like realize that's what they're doing. Like, yeah. So, like, sometimes I I can't like all the way like fault you, but Mm -hmm. also like do better.
0: Yeah, it's just like. Ignorance is bliss. And, then, like, yeah. if you're living in ignorance, like, you just don't look that great to other people. Yeah. Do you think that, like, colorism exists in the natural hair community? Oh,
1: definitely. Oh, And, definitely. like, could you
0: explain, like, in what ways?
1: So, like, and I have a debate about this all the time with mm-hmm. my friends. um so, especially in this generation, how society is now, you know, everybody's obsessed with you know the exotic looking oh, yeah. girl, the yeah. you know the lighter skin, super curly wavy, mm-hmm. you know not frizzy, yeah. curled hair girls. Mm-hmm. But that's not everybody, yeah. you know, and it 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 kind of comes to the point where like. I would say, like, the rise in, like, wigs and weaves, like, being like that mm-hmm. has definitely kind of, I feel like, sparked from that. A lot of what society is doing has a lot mm-hmm. to do with that. And then, like, definitely just in colorism in our society and within the black community, too. Like, you know, I'm, and it's it's moved and mm-hmm. because, like, we always joke about this, too, you know. When you were younger and in elementary school, you know, more darker skin people were made fun of. Mm-hmm. And but now it's like, oh, I want me a chocolate woman. Yeah. Now, you know, she's chocolate and she's extra melanated. Mm-hmm. And so it's definitely moving, but it's still not it still doesn't make it better.
0: Yeah yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I find it so interesting that like colorism does exist in like a hair community, mm-hmm. but like it's just like everywhere. It literally permeates literally everything. Yeah. yeah. It's unfortunate. Are there any like particular hairdressers here in Lexington that you would recommend for people?
1: So I and this was like so nerve wracking (laughs) for me when I got here because I'm like I've been going to my same stylist since seventh grade
0: oh yeah i i still haven't found a stylist here so like i go home to get my so hair done i'm scared year,
1: that's what i did until until the pageant i'm like i don't i'm not gonna have time to go home yeah so I'm like okay and so the mlk center at the beginning of the year they always hold an event where they give uh this thing called black pages it's like mm-hmm. a little like magazine that has like different orgs on campus different barbershops around things mm-hmm. like that and so there were like four or five different um and I'm like okay I'm gonna have to go to one of these yeah. they wouldn't steer me wrong <laughs> and so I settled on this one it said um unique creations hair studio and it's over on Versailles Road um and her name is Janae Brown and it's, she's just like an older stylist but like she does really good hair and she mm-hmm. like takes care of my hair really well like when I do go here and she's like even yesterday she was like you haven't been doing any moisturizing treatments have you and I'm like, <laughs> She's like, okay, well we're going to deep condition, like, you know, or, like, when I need my instrument, like, she really does take really good care of my hair. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where I have been going. Um, I know a few people go to, Um, I think her Instagram is, like, Touched by Tara Lynn on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Styles by Kizia. I know a few people who have went there as well as far as, like, getting their natural hair, like, just or yeah. stuff. <sighs> now, as far as braiding. yeah. I go home to get my hair braiding. Yeah,
0: I literally, I usually go home, but, like, this semester, I actually, my big for my sorority, she actually did my braids. Oh, that's good thing. But, like, she's the only one who can touch yeah. my head. Like, I refuse to, yeah. like, go to anybody else here. So, like,
1: as far as, like, my braids and stuff, like, I, like, so there was a girl here. Her name was also Aaliyah, mm-hmm. um, but she just graduated, so there's that. <laughs> um, I know that the same person I said, Touched by Tara Lynn, I know that she does braids as well.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then there's, I know... Somebody in um, Collegiate Curls, my event planner. Mm-hmm. She does um, locks, braids, things like that. Her Instagram, I'm plugging you, in, Girl. <laughs> um, her Instagram is hair dot by Lena L E I N A. Um, and she does really, really, really good locks. Really good knotless. There's a couple of different like student people on campus that you know do hair, mm-hmm. and then like my roommate she does her own hair she she won't do mine Mm -hmm. or anybody else's (laughs) so don't ask she also does makeup so glow by Chloe on instagram y'all go follow her i love Um, that you're plugging (laughs) all your friends right now listen we all gotta we all we all win share the wealth share the wealth. literally as far as braiding like like i said those two or three people that said like their instagrams but i personally i go home the lady who has who braids my hair She's like one of my closest friends, mom. She's been braiding my hair since like I can remember.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard to go to someone else to do your hair, especially like if they haven't been doing it for like a year.
1: And even like, I just can't get with the whole like deposit. Yeah, it's I think too it's much. Weird. It's too much. And I don't, I understand because people mm-hmm. will just waste your time. Like, oh, I yeah. completely understand. But it's just too much for me. Mm-hmm. It's too much. I'd rather just go sit in your chair. And then a lot of times, not to be this person. <laughs> But a lot of times, you're not even licensed. Like, you want me to do all this stuff, and you're not licensed. You don't have, like...
0: Yeah, you're just, like, doing it. You're just doing it, and
1: you're having... Your whole booking site is 17 bullet points of things not to do. Yeah. Or you're going to get a fee if this. You're going to get a fee if that. Which, like I said, get your money. I understand. But I'm not
0: going to do that. Oh, Yeah. And I know we, like, spoke about this, like, a little bit earlier. You mentioned it. But, like, how do you really feel about, like, non-black women wearing, like, cornrows, braids, like, weaves? Like, do you think it's, like, inherently, like, insulting? Or do you think it's, like, a little flattering?
1: No. No? Like, in general, don't do it. I agree. For what? You have so many other hairstyles you can do. Why do you have to choose that? I understand you might think it's beautiful. And I appreciate that you think that way. Mm Mm-hmm. However,
0: don't do it. Yeah. Also, like, your hair type is not it's meant not for the it. same. And if you do your hair get box is going braids, to fall out. Yeah, you, yes, I've literally seen it happen. Like, it's terrible. Like, your hair will fall out.
1: I get, like, you getting, like, extensions or whatever. Like, and I don't mind, like, you know, the French braids, but they, like, add hair in. Yeah. I don't mind that. But, like, cornrows, where you have your hair added in, no, thank you. Box braids, no anything else no in a way it's flattery but it's more insulting than flattery
0: no i think it's definitely insulting but like where do you think it stems from like do you think it's like due to pop culture like the definitely. kardashians for yes, example
1: 100 like do you when think she, they when, push that yes because especially when she had the tribal braids. yeah but, you know like i literally wanted to throw up and like mm-hmm. everybody was like oh it's so cute and i'm like no hello mm-hmm. are we seeing the same thing it's not are we seeing the same thing right now I'm like, this is not, this is offensive because, you know, all the girls are going to do what Kim K are doing, what Kylie's Um. doing. So it's almost making it like it's okay. So Mm -hmm. they're like, oh, well, Kylie did it or Kim did it. And, you know, they didn't get, you know, super backlash. That doesn't make it okay. And I feel like it's up to, like, society to hold, you know, these people accountable. Yeah. And, like, I don't want just, you know, an apology because Mm y'all are, you're old enough to know that that's offensive. Yeah. And you're smart enough to know that that's offensive. And even if you're not smart enough, your hairstylist knew not to do oh, that. Oh, exactly. And I understand you
0: probably paid good money for it.
1: That doesn't change anything.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you think that black celebrities like also have like not a duty, but like they should say like what are you doing? And I feel like a, not a lot of them actually do yeah, that. But I
1: definitely think it's up to other people with status to call them out, like oh, yeah. hey, like this is not okay this is offensive and like like I said I want more than just an apology like mm-hmm. I want to see you actively wanting to do better like I don't mm-hmm. know what that would look like maybe donating mm-hmm. to the crown act you know yeah. like I need to see more than just oh I'm sorry I didn't mean to offend anyone because that goes in one ear not the other no
0: literally and I feel like every celebrity who's been accused of like blackfishing or like cultural appropriation they literally were just like I'm sorry I didn't mean to do that like I didn't mean it in that way but like it always comes across that That way way. Um, aside from like hair you mentioned like you guys also like encourage like skincare could Mm -hmm. you talk about that
1: yeah so like we really just want to focus on anything natural beauty so whether that's inside and outside but like you know with hair comes skin you know when you have dirty hair you have dirty skin Mm -hmm. so it they all kind of go hand in hand so we definitely want to do a lot of events like focused towards that a lot of different like a lot of our self care events are focused more so on our skin than our hair. Okay. Um but just, you know, taking care of your skin, make sure you're doing you're like, you know, masks, exfoliating, you know, just taking care of your wearings. Public service announcement. <laughs> if you are black or mixed or have any other color in you, mm-hmm. please 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 wear sunscreen. Oh,
0: yes. I've literally... Got, I got sunburned, like, really, you really bad You can be when black and still get sun Oh, yeah. Sunburned. And it hurts.
1: Like, really, it really, hurts. really bad. And
0: I thought I couldn't, so... Yes.
1: A lot of my friends think, like, oh, I'm not going to get sunburned until this summer. Yeah. And they were sunburned. Yeah. And I'm like, just because, yeah, like, you're melanated, but the mm. sun is hot. Oh, yeah. And especially with global warming, like, the sun is hot. So, yes. please, 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 please wear <laughs> sunscreen. I personally wear black girl sunscreen, it's definitely $15, but it's, it's well owned it. And it's worth it. And you don't have to use a lot, so it'll last you a long time. Mm-hmm. It's at Target. Y'all go get it. But even still, if you just have to put on some SPF spray, just please wear sunscreen.
0: Especially on your face, because that's where I got sunburned, and that was the most embarrassing thing yes, ever. Yes, because
1: then you'll be peeling, and now people's like, why is her face peeling? On your mm-hmm. shoulders,
0: mm-hmm. please wear
1: sunscreen. Like, I cannot stress that enough.
0: I'm so glad you mentioned that, because I didn't even think about that. Could you, like, mention any other, like, upcoming events that you guys are putting on, like, this month, next month?
1: Yeah. So, like I said, we have our Show and Tell event on Monday, and that's, like, also our, like, freshman-focused event for all of our first-year students because we know, like, this transition, one, in a pandemic is hard, and then just to college in general, you kind of forget about your hair. So we definitely want you all to come out to that. We're going to be having our male center event um, this month as well. And then we may possibly be having a dodgeball tournament to celebrate our five years. Um, More info about that coming soon. Just make sure y'all check our um, social media pages. Our Instagram is Curls of UK and our Twitter is Curls of UK. Um, And then on BB Involved as well.
0: Thank you so much for joining me, Aliyah. I had so much fun. me too. Thank you so much for listening to our sixth episode. Stay tuned for next week when me and Jordan will be back hosting together.